Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This r slash entitled people story is potentially the craziest entitled people story I have ever read. This woman's sister-in-law tells her that she's sinned for having an abortion, saying that she's going to hell, that she's a terrible person, and even more. Now look, that is bad enough, but what OP does in response is genuinely mind-blowing. Sit back, relax if you can, and let's get into it. It's unbelievable. You sinned by having an abortion. So... When I was younger, I had an abortion. It was an unwanted pregnancy where I wasn't in a great financial or mental state to look after a child, nor did I want to give an unwanted baby up for adoption just for them to wonder in future why their birth mum abandoned them. Anyway, in my family, I have an older brother who's several years older than me and is married to this bat crazy woman named Laura. Now, Laura is very religious. I'm not going to say which religion because I don't want them to get hate, but I'm pretty sure that people might have a good guess on which one it is. Now, Laura, being the crazy religious woman that she is, likes to preach about her religion with every chance she gets. She also loves children and thinks that abortion is basically a sin. Right, I'm pretty sure you get the idea of who the idiot is in this story. Six years back, Laura wasn't hated by the family. In fact, we all really liked how chill she was and how funny her stories were. One time, as I was drinking with her, we decided to ask deep questions to get to know each other. One thing led to another and I told her that I had had an abortion. She then proceeded to screech about how terrible that was and condemned me for it. This is when the fun began. She told every single living being she came across about how much of a terrible person I was and that I hated children. Now, she is sort of right because I'm very uncomfortable being around little fleshy living beings whom I cannot communicate with properly, but I don't hate them. I mean, that is one way of describing babies. Wow. She spread lies or her theories on how I abuse children or how I deny my duties of continuing the family bloodline. That I also deny a higher up being to be a part of my life because I refuse to let an angel be born on earth and that I am to be pitied for. Now, that happened five years ago and on that year's Christmas, she bought me newborn baby clothes. In my family, we don't label who the gifts are from. We just write who it's for. So Laura thought she could get away with it since she didn't write her name on it. But we all knew, like everyone knew. Even my unborn nephew from my other sister-in-law knew. Also, because when I opened the gift, she was the only one who exclaimed how much of a great present it was and that it might be a sign and great blessing for my family. Everybody else was dead silent and very uncomfortable. I've been ignoring her for the past five years since I don't interact with her much, only on special occasions. But I know of every single thing that she said about me behind my back, mainly because she said them to my family thinking they won't say anything to me. For my birthdays, she would always try to get her way in and give me uncomfortable baby presents. Or when someone in the family has a kid, she'll make comments to me about how potentially it could be me one day in that position. And I'll know I'll appreciate my life even more as a mother. She even claimed that she prays for me every day to one day open my eyes and repent for the huge sin I've committed 
and to make up for it by having plenty of angels oh my god when i tell her to stop forcing her ideal happiness onto me she would cry that i'm a poor unfortunate soul who doesn't understand anything also one time i did snap at her because of how annoyed i was with her and she cried to everyone about how much of a terrible person i was but it didn't really work out since everyone just knew what she was doing this year for christmas guess what i got i got a children's book that helps five-year-olds multiple of them the thing is i got a bit petty with laura because of how much trash she's been throwing at me for the past five years so i became a tiny tad bit petty and gave her something special for christmas the thing is laura is infertile she and my older brother can't have kids which has caused laura to become pretty depressed about it so for christmas i gave her a special gift i gave back all the presents she's given me for the past five years all the baby clothes toys books and motherhood stuff i gave it all back with a little card it was a generic picture of a happy mother with her newborn and it said this will be you one day winky face oh my word she then proceeded to break down and cry about how terrible i am she's right i am after christmas she would tag and comment about on how i should repent for my sinful ways on facebook so far i've been enjoying her reaction just waiting for next year's christmas now because it's going to be an absolute blast when she finds out how gay as f i am when i bring my girlfriend over i mean wow i mean (laughs) that is actually just an unbelievable story i thought it was all you know going pretty standardly a horrible woman just saying abortion is wrong and all that stuff but then you doing what you did and gifting her all the presents that she's gifted you knowing she's infertile that is that's mental is that too far like i'm I'm inclined to say it's a bit too far because she clearly cares a lot about this more than you do anyway <laughs> and to chuck a winky face on at the end wow that's really quite deep let me know in the comments guys is that too far it's close isn't it look maybe you'll say that she deserves it because she is throwing all this rubbish at you you know her idealistic religious principles and all this stuff about abortion not being right and you sinning and that is ridiculous but what you did op i have to say i think that's a that's a little bit too much isn't it you know that she's been depressed about i mean what do you reckon guys i think it might just be a bit too far it's it's a tough one that's all i'll say but me pretty harsh stuff from you op now moving on to our next post you are supposed to buy all items in the wish list this happened in the early 2000s the guy whose story this is was the owner of an internet cafe i used to hang out at at the time we'll call him craig the cafe owner after several years of no contact craig's extended family offered reconciliation so he got invited to family events again like birthdays hinting to bring expensive gifts you get the picture it was very clear that they were in it for his money but at least nobody came right out to ask him for cash in late october or early november the family mail started to include wish lists for christmas the lists included helpful links to online stores not only were the items already expensive but buying through the links provided was about 50 percent more expensive than buying from amazon and the like heading each list was a smartphone but instead of buying through the links craig used his business to buy from a wholesaler then have an advertisement company print his company logo on them that way he could deduct them from his taxes as advertisement expenses very clever big craig craig's family didn't like that though his uncle flat out told him he was supposed to buy all the items in the list and buy them through the links why you ask well for one thing the items would be shipped directly 
And on top of that, they would get a commission, which is likely why the items were so expensive. His uncle didn't tell him the last part, of course. We found that out when taking a look at the website that held the wish list. Now a word about the way their family mail worked. All the family was CC'd. They simply added their pieces and then hit reply to all. For private conversations, they simply took Craig's mail address off the list. His secondary mail address, think coolguy123 at potmail.com, they forgot or didn't associate with him. This way, he found out that he was supposed to be uninvited from family Christmas once their little scam worked out. At this point, he vented to me and a couple other patrons present at his internet cafe. One of the guys said something along the lines of, book yourself on ass holiday and send them postcards saying, having a good time. Craig couldn't close down his cafe during the holidays as that was when he made a big chunk of his profits. Nevertheless, the remark gave me an idea. One of my internet friends was a crew member on the supply flights to bases in the Antarctic. So we hatched a plan. My friend sent 30 to 40 postcards in a large envelope. Craig and I, as well as some other patrons, filled them out by hand. Then they got sent back in the big envelope to my internet friend who put them into the regular mail from Amundsen Scott South Pole Station. Aside from various pictures of the stations, often with polar lights overhead, there were pictures of the wildlife, mostly penguins, but also sea lions and all kinds of whales. The postcards arrived a few days before Christmas and the family mail exploded. One remark stood out to me. Craig is wasting our money on a trip to Antarctica. All in all, they whipped each other into a frenzy and then planned on confronting Craig at his cafe and lay waste to the cafe if he didn't pay up. Craig then called the police, who parked a patrol car right in front of the cafe with a couple of policemen having an eye on things inside. The scene that developed when Craig's uncles arrived was almost comical. They tried to talk to him in private. Craig told them they can talk right in front of the police. Their little scheme had been revealed anyways as... Not all of the family are swine. Some even warned me. Later, therefore, every family member then suspected everyone else of being the snitch. They must have had a really merry Christmas together. Now look, guys, a quick message from me to this entitled family. There's no point, fellas, trying to be all, you know, secretive and clever about trying to get money out of Big Craig. He's got a lot of money. You don't, but that's fine. If you want some of it, just ask. You know, maybe if you're more upfront about it, Big Craig might give you some money. And I don't know how tall he is. I'm calling him Big Craig because I think he's massive. Look, if you're going to go behind his back and send all these emails throughout your entire family that are just not including him, then it's just ridiculous. If you want money, ask him. He's going to say no, but there's a 1% chance he might say yes. He's not going to send you loads and loads of Christmas gifts and get everything on your wish list just because you want him to. Like, come on. It's so obvious and it's so obvious to Craig that you're after his money, not him as a person. Ask him for money. Be short about it and say, look, you got any money, mate? Give me some. Or just leave him alone and be honest about it. Don't try and be secretive with it. What's the point? Be open. The best thing about this, though, by a mile, is Craig saying, yeah, one of you already told me this was going on. Imagine the finger pointing. Just brilliant. Craig, you're a legend. Keep doing your thing. Sack these geezers off. Not that you're really involved with them in the first place, but uh, yeah, definitely don't get them anything. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now moving on to our third story of today's episode. Deadbeat brother crashed my crown Victoria. Gets a night in jail he won't forget. I, a 21-year-old male, have an older brother, Dave, that has always been a jerk to me. There's only a one-year gap between us. But he liked to beat me up when we were kids and he always acted like anything that was mine was also his He was also somewhat the golden child, which made me miserable. So no surprise. I moved out at 18 My uncle is now a retired police officer and he took me in after I left home He even hooked me up with a decommissioned crown vic. I absolutely love that car Now for those of you watching on youtube here is a photo of a crown vic for those of you on audio or podcast platforms Pretty much think of an american police car and that's it pretty amazing I don't know why but dave hated the fact that I had that car He drove three beta cars into the ground while my crown vic kept chugging along Well after his third beta finally died when he drove it into a pole He asked to borrow my car I had a bad feeling and said I wasn't gonna do that He called me entitled and said that he needed a car to get to work I told him to take the bus because I know how he drives and my crown vic was off limits My parents called me after that and told me to just lend him my car I said I won't no matter what they say I rely on that car and I need it as well since it's my personal transportation Dave wasn't the only one in the world with a job he needed to go to My uncle congratulated me for standing up to them and gave me a high five a few days later when I got off work The car wasn't where I parked it. I called my brother's cell, but he didn't pick up Then I called my parents and asked them if he took my car They denied it So I said I was gonna call the cops and then they admitted that he'd borrowed it because he needed it I told them he better bring it back right now or I'll have police looking for him They called me a jerk and then phoned dave to bring my car back He showed back up in the parking lot in my car 20 minutes later I demanded to know how he stole my car and he held up a set of police crown vic keys He'd bought online some were made universally I told him if he ever stole my car again, i'm gonna have him arrested Then he had the audacity to ask for a ride home (laughs) To be honest, I kind of loved that I told him he made me wait in the december cold after stealing my car So no, he could walk He called me an idiot before I drove away. After that, my uncle installed a tracking device on the car. When Christmas Day came, I was celebrating with my family like every year. The roads were cold and icy, so I had to be very careful while driving. By now, you're probably clued in by the title. Yeah, Dave borrowed my car again during the Christmas party. Apparently, he decided that he was going to go and pick up a friend and figured that I wouldn't notice. But I did when I looked out the front window and saw my car missing. Yeah, that would do it. I pulled up the tracking app and saw that he was a few miles away. Then I called his cell to yell at him. Everybody in the party saw this and asked what was going on. I said, Dave stole my car again. And my uncle confirmed that it wasn't the first time. Now Dave told me over the phone to screw off and he'd be back soon. I said he better not have been drinking, but he just hung up on me. Well, While I was watching the tracker app, the dots stopped and didn't move for a while. Soon, we got a panic call from Dave asking for help. He'd crashed the car because he couldn't handle the icy roads and he wasn't used to a rear-wheel drive vehicle. 
So we piled into my parents minivan and followed the tracker We found dave by the road and my crown vic was nose deep in a snowfield ditch My uncle was furious as it was formerly a car of his department And I was mad as heck at dave for stealing my car again Now my parents wanted me to let it go But I said enough was enough and i'm gonna call the police Dave begged me not to because he really had been drinking before he set off and was gonna therefore get a dui But I said he was gonna pay me back for my dang car then or i'd sue him Well as luck would have it police were already aware of the accident and were driving in to check on the scene Someone else had called them I guess My parents tried to say that I was the one driving the car and they were just there to help me But I said that wasn't true and my uncle backed me up In fact, one of the cops that was there recognized my uncle and they had a chat Then they went to dave and asked to see his license Now I found out then that his license was suspended after he'd crashed his previous car Then they breath tested him He wound up with cuffs slapped on his wrists while my mother was crying and begging the police not to take him away But the officer just said that she and my dad could get arrested too for lying to the police That shut them up And we got back in the minivan now the christmas party was ended early and my parents drove me and my uncle home since he rode with me They didn't say much to either of us the whole drive and just sped away as soon as we were out of their van They actually nearly slipped on the roads themselves doing that My brother was let out of jail the next day and he looked so scared that he was practically crying The cops there had roughed him up a bit while talking about prison and the stuff that they'd seen go on there Dave had actually weed himself during that and they let him take a shower That is when my uncle started cracking up and revealed to us that his friends in the department Never filed the dui and just the charge for the suspended license, which was about a 600 fine My uncle said that he just wanted to teach dave a lesson And this would be the one and only time that he'd ever get his help Dave then apologized to me and said he'd pay to have my crown vic fixed and would never touch it again When it got pulled out of the ditch the front end damage was actually minor It needs a new front bumper a headlight and a grill the damage was just superficial thankfully now my parents have pretty much glossed over the whole incident and act like it didn't happen dave gave me the extra crown fit keys that he bought online and said that this has taught him a lesson he won't soon forget well you know what i hope dave has actually learned his lesson it sounds to be honest like he has he seems pretty shaken up by this whole thing fair play to your uncle as well for for not actually going through the dui because that's very very serious and look What is the whole point of getting sentences and prison sentences in the first place? It's to punish people. I guess it's also to make them learn their lesson. If Dave actually has, and you think you can get away with not sending him to prison properly, but still teach him his lesson, then look, fair play to your uncle. He's an ex-cop. He probably knows what he's doing, right? You know what? I back it. Yeah, it's still illegal, but it sounds like his parents, your parents, OP, are just enabling Dave. Like, clearly he's the golden child. They're willing to just brush over the fact that he was driving under the influence, crashed, and could easily have killed somebody. I mean, to be fair, the more I say it, the more I think, yeah, he really should have just gone to prison. That's very serious. I actually take what I said. Your uncle, has he gone too soft there? Let me know in the comments down below. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash entitled people. Really hope you have enjoyed it. If you did and you want to see more entitled people or parents or kids or aliens stories right away, check out this video on screen. I've handpicked it because I know that you're going to love it. If you're new around here, subscribe, turn notifications on, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow with a brand new episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.